everybody. Welcome to the 92nd episode of I'm So Sure Cast. I'm your host, Tim Early, and here with Tim Sullivan. Good evening. <laughs> folks, come on. Jeez. Calm down now, folks. Calm down. Here every week, except for last. Yeah, well. Back after a week-long hiatus. Yes, we did. We took a long hiatus, which is Latin for didn't feel like doing one. Right. So... You know, a lot of the folks at home, they might be wondering, now, why, why didn't they do one? What's the cause for the hiatus? Well, folks, it turns out that I may or may not have contracted the coronavirus. I know. I know. It's very sexy. It is. It is, dude. But, um, dude, I mean, it just, it happened. So walk us through, if you would, your discovery of the symptoms for the said Chinese virus and uh, and how that was for you. Okay, well, paint, paint us um, a picture. Okay, well, uh, so I'll be like oddly not that specific, I guess, because I don't really have a concept of time. Be as precisely vague as possible. Okay, but there was like a few days where I was like, I'm pretty sure I have allergies. Definitely have allergies right now because mm-hmm. there was allergy symptoms. And right? that was a real thing. The pollen count was very high last week or the week before. Yes, actually. Which ragweed was literally like a 10 if you went on like the website to see like what was high. Well, ragweed's like, brutal because ragweed normally doesn't hit hard until like the end of summer around this time. Right, so a lot of people, they see everybody sneezing and rubbing their eyes in June and July and they're fine. And they're like, oh. Right. Look at these pussies with their allergies. No need to buy Claritin right. for me. And then yeah. right when the the sun of summer, to put in a metaphor, is setting, is waning, yeah. then yes. all of a sudden they get hit with a bunch of allergy symptoms, and that is from ragweed. Right. Thank you for explaining that. I really appreciate that. Yeah, no, sure. Did you like my condescending tone? Y- yes, I do, actually. It's, yeah. it's fantastic. I bet you did uh, like that. Okay. Um, so yeah. And then, and then along comes Saturday night. Well, actually Saturday day. Okay. Saturday. Now, this is not, now this is not. Okay. So today is the 25th of, of August. Uh-huh. I'm not talking about like three days ago or four days ago. I'm talking about like, you know, whatever seven plus four is. Right. 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 <laughs> You're talking about, um, hold on. I'm Shit. talking about. Not this past uh, weekend, but the one before that. that. Seven plus four. You're talking about 11 days ago. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Yeah, I think that's correct. I don't have my calculator with me, but I think that's correct. I just used um, one. Okay, perfect. But yeah, so then along comes Saturday, and I'm just like, man, I'm fucking tired. I don't, I don't want to do shit. Then along comes Saturday night, oh, and boy. I'm like, I've got the chills. Something's going on here. You had the chills. Jesus. The chills. I go to bed. I definitely have a fever because you know how you know when you have a fever because you're all your face is all hot and shit, right? Did you sit on a thermometer? Did you take your temperature? Not at this point, no. Okay. So then I wake up the next day. I go, okay, I am officially sick. I've got a fever. Then I sat on a thermometer. It was like a hundred and one and a half. Okay, mm. fever. So then I'm like, all right, I'm sick. So then I start really laying on thick the vitamin C, the D, the fucking B12, the goddamn echinacea. The what about the zinc? Seal. Any zinc? Loads of zinc. Nice. Outrageous amount of I zinc. I love zinc. Um, oh, stuff. Honestly, though. Sometimes I won't even be sick and I'll just take zinc. Oh, fuck it. 
but I have this this kind of zinc that's like in a dropper that you drop in the back of your throat. Ah, and interesting. that shit is fucking disgusting. Really? I don't know if I'm stressing this enough, but it literally is probably the worst tasting thing that will ever go in your mouth. Really? Yeah, but it's supposed to be like really good for you. Yeah, but I, f- um, I feel like normally with any sort of healing powers, the the worse the taste, the higher the potency. Yeah, that's what I think too. Um, but yeah, dude. I mean, that's that explains ginger. You know what I mean? Mm, you're right. So, but uh, yeah. So then that whole day felt like shit. Slept the whole fucking day. Had a fever between 100 and 102. That range. Wake up the next morning. Fever completely fucking gone. And then just spent the next few days being tired and napping. And so the fever broke pretty quickly. And yeah, then within within 30 hours, I'd say. And you didn't feel awful. You just felt like kind of lethargic. Right. I really did not feel that awful. Um, had zero cough. My nose wasn't even running. Jesus. Um, but I would say Was your refrigerator part, running? My refrigerator did not run. It actually stayed completely still. Oh. Yeah. Right. Good for you. Um, Good for you. Thank you. Yeah. But the worst part, I would say, is number one, the brain fog. The brain it into fog. A complete moron for about seven days. Like, complete moron. What kind of things were you saying? Like, you know, the thing or any, any sort of embarrassing little gaffe that you had in front of people? Or you just no, felt just loopy? Like, I was, like, trying to work and trying to, like, follow emails and, like... And then the you brain know, like, fog. Just do shit. And I just found myself with, like, my head in my hands being like, my brain's not working. Jeez. You know what I mean? Wow. But slowly well, yeah. my brain started working again. And now it kind of works. So the um, fog's lifted. Yeah. So back to, like, 100% capacity, which means, like, 30% normal capacity because, you know, my brain doesn't usually work. So if that. you had two options, you're about to get COVID tested. Yeah. You got to bet on one or the other, $1,000. You have it, it's going to come back positive, or you got to bet 1000 it's going to come back negative. Which would you bet on? I would have bet the 1000 that it would come back positive. Wow. But here's why, dude. Because here's obviously I, I wasn't gassing, gasping for air and, and dying and all this stuff, right? Right. But I lost, completely lost my, tense, my sense of taste and smell. Yeah, that is, a, uh, that is a telltale symptom. And I would say that, that that was the worst part. To lose two of your six senses is by far the worst. So when you lose taste, like, what, how did you know? Did you start watching like Full House or reading uh, New York Times columnists? Or like, how did you figure out that you had no taste? Well, I um, noticed that I started subscribing to the Wall Street Journal. Ah. And then... And was on the Washington Post website and was about to donate. And I was like, whoa, 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 something's going on here. Yeah, that's how you know. And then Jess was like, whoa, your taste, it's gone. I was like, oh, fuck. Interesting. But, um, and I also noticed that you just completely glossed over the fact that I said six senses. Um, and uh, that's because I can see dead people. So you can. Interesting. I just can't let jokes completely pass, even when you don't pick up on them, because then when I listen back, people will actually think I'm an idiot if I don't. Well, I clearly them. don't have the sixth sense because I didn't even sense that you had a joke about dead people. Right. So you have fucking like four senses. Mm. Yeah, I do. Right. But no, that's interesting. So the taste, the loss of taste, and it's terrifying because you hear about people that have the Chinese virus that don't get that sense back for like months. Yeah. Some people right. get it real bad, okay? 
Mm. And that is something that really terrifies me. You're a big guy. Yeah. <laughs> For you. Um, well, yeah, I, figured you, I figured you had it bad because you started mailing me propaganda on why mail-in voting should be the way of the future. And right. that's when I, I looked at Karen. We were eating dinner when the mailman came. And I said, he's got it real bad. This is serious. We need to get yeah. him tested. Yeah. So it makes sense. It makes sense. Right. But uh, but now so you're make- so you're gonna actually make the claim that you're back to a hundred percent. You feel that you feel that reinvigorated. I would say I'm at ninety three percent right now. I'd say my taste is at uh, like eighty two percent back. Interesting. My smell is right there, eighty two percent as well. So um, you're at the point where uh, the show you DVR'd is still playing on TV, but you started it late enough where you can kind of just you know press play and fast forward through the commercials without it catching up on you. Yeah, that's you literally stole the words out of my mouth. Yeah, that's fucking interesting. Well, that's good, dude. I'm glad you're back. So, what did you do? You did a you actually did a proper lockdown, didn't you? For are you yeah. still in it? Technically, I'm still in it. I'm pretty much. I think it's actually technically done. Like, yeah, it should like be done, days. right? Because uh, you started lockdown on Saturday, so yeah, t- yep. I think tomorrow will be day ten, right? Right, I think that's correct. Wow. I don't have my, again, don't have my calculator, but I believe that's correct. Dude, that's amazing. You actually yeah. did it. You got COVID, and you actually did the, the lockdown. Well, we think yeah, you I had did. COVID. Who knows? Right, right. Who knows? I think I did, but, you know, who knows? Do you feel but, like between having cancer, being a heroin addict for a little while, or opioid <laughs> addict, and then now... Do you do you kind of have an entitled sense of of self? Have you surrendered oh, yeah. to the dark forces of you know solecism and and are you going to start lecturing people on how tough you've had it? You think? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm better than everyone else actually right now. Wow. So. Interesting. So, do you find it that when you so wait, you were in lockdown with Jess as well, right? Right. And did she show any symptoms of this? No, but she's also locking down with me just for solidarity purposes. Was she wearing a mask at all during this lockdown? No. Why the fuck would you do that? If I take that off you, will you die? Um, Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, If I pull that off, will you die? It would be extremely painful. You're a big guy. For you. (laughs) Oh man, what a great scene! Oh, speaking of Christopher Nolan, you keep like inquisitively hinting that you have no idea what this Tenant movie is because I've mentioned no, it several times no, in the group chat. I have no idea. Yeah, I'm sorry. So it's the the, the latest and greatest Christopher Nolan movie. I'm basically, okay. I've seen three trailers for it, and it looks so flipping good, dude. You gotta, well, you know what? When we get off this pod, do yourself a favor and just watch the trailer for Tenant. Okay. I cannot That's wait. Fair. And so I'm confused about this movie theater stuff. Like, because I heard they were planning on opening some locations within the next, like, week or two. They said that? Yeah. Even in Mass, they were saying this. But, well, yeah. now, because now New Hampshire's full capacity for restaurants, right? I think they're yeah. at 100% capacity. Right. Which is great, dude. It's fantastic. It's fucking awesome, man. Also blows my mind how the... um the virus has completely evolved, and it knows whether you're standing up or sitting down. I just... That impresses me. 
Well, it also notices if you're protesting for the right cause, it leaves you alone. If right. you're protesting lockdowns, it will deeply, you know, impact you and your family and kill everyone's grandmother. Right. So it's definitely a very progressive disease. It only targets people with unfashionable political views, which is good. So just think the right way, say the right things, you know, chant. you'll be left alone. Chant the right slogans, and you'll be fine. You'll be totally fine. Perfect. But, uh, man, because I was starting to feel a little lousy for a day or two, and then I think it was kind of psychosomatic because... You would let me know that you were under the weather. And I think right. that like mentally exaggerated it. Yeah, you immediately um, started sweating. Yeah, no, honestly. And uh but then that really only lasted like two or three days and now I feel totally fine. I so even started went, I even started smoking again. That's what I was gonna yep. Okay. I did stop smoking for like five days. Well no wonder why you got sick, dude. You stopped smoking. I dude, you know what? It's funny. It sounds like a joke, but the thing is, if you do regularly smoke and you stop for, like, more than three or four days, you do get these weird nicotine withdrawals where, like, you, you kind of have, like, cold symptoms. So I was thinking of that, too, because I was like, this is kind of a self-perpetuating thing, because if you feel like shit and have a cough, smoking a cigarette's surely going to exacerbate it, which it will. But right. then, but then I was like, "Oh man!" But what if I go like five days without smoking, and then I'm, I'm, my sickness is getting worse because of that. So right. I was like, "But you know what? I'm in it the five days. I, I smoked two cigarettes already today, and I feel great. Nice, dude. So that's always to... how I know I'm healthy again is when I'm smoking. Whenever I'm, I'm sm- whenever when I find myself smoking, it's because I'm healthy. Right. So Which that's makes sense. Yeah. That's why. Like, if you see me outside of Target. With one foot leaning against the building, smoking a cigarette. Don't worry that I'm not wearing a mask because I'm clearly healthy because I'm hacking a butt. Right. Right. Um, oh, and, also, Dared, as you may very well know, I just finished Breaking Bad. I am, I am so excited, man. And, I mean, there may be people listening that haven't seen it, but... Breaking Bad, to me, I've, I'm have i a cinephile, and I love TV shows. I'm not sure what the philia for TV is. You know, cinephiles, movies. A tubophile or something? Pedophiles, children. Um, yeah, whatever the TV show version. Right. Whatever that philia is, I have that as well. And I, I'm telling you, man, there's been great shows since great shows but right. nothing has satisfied me like breaking bad has so well and now that i've watched it i can <clears throat> i know you were just saying you don't know if some listeners haven't heard it and you don't want to ruin it for them blah 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 but now that i've seen it after the fucking 12 years that it came out is that how long it's been a year something something like that um now i'm in the party where i can say hey man if you haven't watched it you're a fucking loser dude yes isn't that the best it's like it really is like getting past the initiation phase of like joining a fraternity it's like once you're in you can start hazing the hopefuls you know so now you're part of that clan right um which feels great isn't it just so great so my fear with the thing about breaking bad is it's so good that i feel like even if i really really hype it up i'm probably not gonna let people down did you feel in any way that as much as you liked it, that it didn't live up to the hype that like 
I or Eric Scholl and Storage put on the show? Or did you that, feel like that, we did it justice? Definitely. You could have hyped it even more, for fuck's sake. Isn't it just it's the not, best, dude? It's not the greatest series that I've ever seen. It's the greatest series anybody's ever seen. That I think that's right. And the, it, it's so satisfying because it reads like a long Russian novel where you go on this giant arc of characters. Right. And then, like when you actually think about the journey that Walter White took, by the time you end it, it's like you can't stop thinking about it. You know what I mean? Right. And it just and then like it just gets when, so fucking good, man. When you know he's, it's kind of like the final few hours. I mean, listen, if we're gonna ruin it for you, just shut it off now because I'm not gonna fucking. Yeah, we'll do a spoiler okay. alert here. That's fair. We gave them a warning, um, so if you right. if you're continuing to listen, then you know, and it'll help us too because we'll see the poor numbers and listenership and assumed it was just because of the spoiler alert. Right. But of course, uh, you know. Well, you love him. He's he's just a very, you know, he's a lovable guy. He's the main character, blah, blah, blah. But also he has his flaws, obviously. But the whole movie, he's like, I did this for the family. I did this for you. You know, I did this all for the family. Right, right? he keeps justifying it in his own mind. Justifying it, right? And then at the end of the movie when the cops are looking for him and he's at Skylar's like new shit. Yes, house. when he's in the kitchen and she's smoking yes. a cigarette. Yep. And he's like, I did this for, and she goes, don't you dare fucking say you did this for the family. He's like, no, I did this for me. And you're like, oh. Dude, it's so great, because that's when you just realize. That's when you just realize he's just too far gone. Yeah. It's no longer the cancer guy trying to put food on the table. He's just self-aware that he's just gone fully, he's been fully ensconced in this fucking, right in this universe. Oh, it's just so great. Send. And then the scene when he's at Eli and What's-Her-Face's house, and they have the laser pointers coming through the window. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Ugh. How satisfying is that, man? So satisfying. Like, there's nothing better than when he's at that shitty bar in New Hampshire looking at them on, on like, Charlie Rose or whatever show. No, dude. And you're like, oh, he's going to fuck with these people before he... Because he knows. He knows tonight's the night. Like, he, he goes into that last episode... Just knowing tonight's the night. And then what I thought was fantastic, because when I was watching it, I literally made a mental note of it. When he is in the Volvo and the keys fall down after he tried to fucking hotwire it and failed. Yes. And then just starts it right up and fucking elbow bumps the window and the snow falls off. Yes. And then you, of course... After I'm like, oh, I just finished fucking watching Breaking Bad. You're like, how sick is the part where he, where he fucking, elbows the, the window. keys fell down and he elbows the window? I was like, bro, that's so oddly specific for me to make a mental note of how sick it was, and then for you to point out only that specific scene. Oh, it's just so great because because <laughs> you know he's like, he just wants to make it home. He just has like one little thing to finish all his business, and then yeah, when he has the fortuitous sign of the keys being up on the visor. And then, like, it's almost like he knows that fate is on his side. Once those keys fall down, it's like he yeah. knows he's meant to get back to Albuquerque. But then, <laughs> and then he just, like, boldly just taps the window and is like, all right, I'm going to make it. Oh, Here we go. Just, it's just so fucking great, it's dude. So good, dude. It's so fucking awesome. There's so many other scenes, too, that we haven't talked about because I've always been afraid that I'm going to mention something that's 
that was subsequent to whatever episode you were on, but like right. when when Hank's on the toilet and he makes the uh, the Walt Whitman connection with the book. Yep, that scene's fucking great. And then <sighs> the scene it where it's so easy to avoid, dude. I know. But then, but but, that, but that's the other thing is like Walt because. He's simultaneously living the secret life, but also super proud of being Heisenberg. Like, you can almost see him kind of wanting. It's like the same reason that serial killers always get caught by going back to the crime scene. It's like part of them part of them wants to brag about what they've right. done. Right. And, uh, oh, but that scene where, when Hank, like, you, you know now that, like, Hank knows. And then Walter White shuts the garage door and he's like, well, if I if you really think I am who you say I am, then you know maybe you should tread lightly. Oh, it's such a great fucking scene! <laughs> so it's such a fucking great scene, dude. Uh, unbelievable. And then, but then like that that automatic sh- like fucking Gatlin gun he winds up making on the swivel that like oh, oscillates yeah. at the end. Brilliant! It's fucking yep. great, dude. So good. Brilliant, dude. And he and needed I, to die because honestly, it, yes, it, 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 it was so poetically satisfying that like this is the actual end of the Walter White story. Like, right? It, it was just perfect because it, it also explains and it makes so much more impactful everything he does that whole episode because like you knew he just knew he was probably not going to make it out alive. Right. And he's all you know, just walking slow and coughing all over everything and fucking you're like he's gonna die dude but it's amazing a show as good as breaking bad is because i think when season four hits it like it just it picks up so much speed where you're like this is the fucking i've never been more engrossed with a show right and then somehow season five just keeps improving you're like how is this even fucking possible (laughs) like you would think that they shot their their load in season four because it's like season four is like flawless like every fucking it's so good and then season five you're just like how the fuck are they managing to write this show and have it be so good and then and then to not fuck not only not fuck up the finale but like have a great finale is just I honestly just tip my hat to Vince Gilligan I don't know how they pulled it off because it's not even like they had some grand master plan they were literally writing that show as they were going and like which is there's so many puzzle pieces that wind up fitting together because they just they're such good writers it's just amazing that they were making this up it's like it's almost like how is every show not way better than it is because if they if that's possible if Breaking Bad's possible then like there's no excuse for right. shit TV. Yeah. Right. Oh, so good, man. And dude, I I mean, I couldn't really find the answer. I guess I only spent about three seconds seconds looking for the answer. Um but whoever directed season five, there's like something changed in season five because all of a sudden they were doing all these fucking weird, like fast and furious shots and all these fucking, well, I know like, creative zoom in fucking shit. I know Ryan Johnson who did, um, he's done a real, a lot of really good movies like Looper. And he directed a few of the star Wars episodes. I mean, uh, star Wars movies. And, yeah. um, he just directed knives out that movie. I know oh, yeah, he yeah. did the, I'm, 
I know the show that I I distinctly I just I saw his name at the beginning of the credits, so I knew he did direct that episode. But the scene when um, when he buys uh, the son that car and oh, it, get the fuck and it, out of here! Yep, that's and it has and it has that like montage of the car. Like that's what I was like. I was like this. I was like, yeah, it, it, that one definitely was like, whoa, this has to be a Ryan Johnson episode. Yeah, because there's the scene where, like, after he bought the car, then had to give it back and then buys him the car again. And then he gets his own new car. Right. And then they're both sitting in the fucking driveway revving. And the camera's just fucking glide camming back and forth with, like, some crazy fucking pump-up music going while they're yeah. revving. I'm like, this isn't... What the fuck am I watching? I think that I think he must have been, like... They are probably just like, yeah, just fucking do whatever you want for this episode. Just jazz it up, dude. Because it, it, it yeah. definitely is, like, a recognizably different vibe that that specific episode is um but right, dude the right. scene i love the scene when skylar tells him that she gave the money to ted and he's in the crawl space looking for it and he starts oh, fucking yeah. laughing maniacally <laughs> like that's like that's probably my favorite scene in the entire series yeah so fucking good because he's just like he just can't believe how f- fucked his life is right. <laughs> it's so good dude Oh. And here she is thinking that this is just going to be a small portion of the more money that's going to come in. Right, right, But right. it ends up being such a critical amount of money. Fucking Heisenberg, dude. Unreal, dude. Unreal pants. I just fucking love it, dude. It's just so great. A lot great. of loyalty for a hired gun! <laughs> oh, and then man. watched El Camino right after. Oh, you did watch El Camino? Yeah. I really fantastic. liked El Camino. Some people yeah, thought it was fantastic. slow. I thought it was great. Now, nah, whoever said it was slow can go fuck themselves. Yeah, I, I was. I thought El Camino was fucking awesome. And I that's wo- the thing, too, is there were literally no lulls in the entire series. No, dude. And like, definitely, there were parts where you were like, "Holy fuck, the pedal is to the metal right now." Right. But there were no actual lulls. I I totally agree. Just sustained. Oh, so oh, many fuck. fucking actually shit. The only there's one, and that's the fly scene or the fly fucking episode yeah and even they admit that that was like a filler episode because i forget there's some story behind that episode too i forget what there's some reason that they had to make they had to make an episode that like mainly just took place in the meth lab there was some restriction on their ability to film something that week or something. So that's why Which they did that. Sense. But, um, oh man, there's just so many cool fucking twists, man. Like, and, and nothing about it is like cheesy. It's like all, all the shit that happens is so good, man. Right. Oh, now you got to start watching better call Saul, dude. Better call Saul is awesome. Right. Is it, uh, kind of on the same, uh, like is it just as good? Is it not even close? Is it what's up? What's up, dude? Well, I, it's just so hard for me to even compare them because Breaking Bad's so flawless. Right. Um, some people actually like Better Call Saul better, but I, I think that's just that's just too much for me. But like, I, I'll put it this way: Better Call Saul is my favorite. Next to Succession, Better Call Saul is like my favorite show on TV right now. Like Better Call Saul definitely satisfies. The craving for Breaking Bad once you finish it. I okay. like Break Better Call Saul is fucking awesome. And it, the first season, so it's a it's a uh, 
it's like a prequel. So it it all takes place before oh, no Breaking shit. Bad. Shit. Okay, that's great. So you get to see how he became Saul Goodman. So like at the beginning of Better Call Saul, he's kind of this like he's working in like a mailroom in some law firm and he's like doing his little cons on the side and shit. And then like they're on season 5 now and he just slowly becomes Saul Goodman. It's right. really it's really fucking good. You should definitely what watch great, it. What a great character. All the characters are great. Dude, how pissed were you when fucking Walter shoots Mike? Oh, dude. Dude, I was so pissed. I was like, you fucking dipshit. I know, man. And he's you know? a uh, he's a big part of Better Call Saul, too. Which is great. That's fantastic news. But, yeah, because then there's... Oh, and also... I also wonder, because, like, obviously, since we watched El Camino, like, right after the fucking series, yeah. as soon as they showed Walter White, I was like, well, his brain looks four times too big because he's wearing a fucking like Yeah, a the cap. cap. Yeah, yeah. But I, I wonder if, for, you know, because most people didn't watch them back to back, if most people noticed that or not. You know what I mean? I didn't really notice it, because I watched, I mean, obviously, I finished Breaking Bad when the show finished in, like, real time. Like, 36 um, years ago? Yeah, but uh, but right before Karen and I watched El Camino, I had a brilliant idea to rewatch the last episode of Breaking Bad. Oh, interesting. Because it's it literally takes place that night. Like it starts right. off that night, which um, I think is really cool. Yeah. And I didn't expect that either. You know what I'm saying? I really liked it. I thought El Camino was fucking awesome. And I like I don't know, people I some people were like, yeah, I was okay. I'm like, dude, I thought it was fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, it was fantastic. Like, that you know, scene dude, when everyone... he's, like, fucking, um, when he has the two guns on him and he yeah, goes to that <laughs> junkyard to, and, oh, when he does the duel. Oh, I was having dreams about that last night. Dude, so fucking good, man. And, dude, yeah. I gotta say, Aaron Paul really deserves, he really, uh, Brian Cranston is doing, like, basically the best acting ever in Breaking Bad. But I almost think Aaron Paul should have been paid more per episode just how exhausting. I feel like every single scene in the later seasons, every time he's on screen, he's doing this, like, retching emotional crying. And every Like, I don't even know how he had the energy to do that. Right, dude. Like, that, that must be the most fucking exhausting gig you could have as an actor. Right. Bitch. It's so funny but, how uh, Jesse goes from being this like ne'er do well fucking tool to like a character you really feel for. And then you know what other character he was such an he's an actual psychopath, but the actor plays him in such a weird way that like there's this bizarre thing. You see him do all these awful things, but you still kind of feel sorry for him. Is um what the fuck's his name? Who's the main kid that is always... Yeah, the kid that's, like, the white supremacist? Yeah, and he's, like, in El Camino. Yeah, like, the main dude that, like, basically feeds Jesse Takes and care. Shit. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. For some reason, you're like, oh, this kid's a nice kid, but then you can tell that... Well, because he's... The thing is, like, he's so pathetic that, like... I don't know. There's some, like, puppy dog thing about him. And even though he's just an awful fucking person... Right. Um... Like when he like fucking can... kills that housemaid or whatever. Right, for pretty much no reason. Yeah, and then like, you're like, oh my god, this guy's such a piece of shit. And then like 30 minutes later, he's like, 
he's like sad that Jesse doesn't want to like have pizza and watch a movie with him. Like it's just like I don't, I don't know what it is, but that guy's a great fucking actor too. He looks like a retarded Matt Damon. Um, oh, he kind of does look like Matt Damon. But that That's actor's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, uh, what I'm a pumped you finished, series, it. man. I'm pumped Jesus you finished, Christ. man. Thank you, I appreciate. I'm due that. for a rewatch of the whole series. Did you just play You're Daniel sh- Plainview? Yeah, sorry. We have potatoes. <laughs> Which I've watched that like three times in the past month, too, for fuck's sake. Oh, yeah, you did watch Breaking Bad. I mean, There Will Be Blood. <laughs> oh, there man. Will Be Breaking. There Will Be Breaking. There Will Be Bad. Dude, I gotta, wa- I gotta rewatch that, too. I'm trying to get Karen to watch it. What? There Will Be Blood. There Will Be Blood? Really? The thing Dude, is... Dude, we should just... She hasn't watched it? No, but the thing is, I really wanted to see it. Bro, it's the best. We movie. should we should make her and Jess watch it on the same night, like all together. I know, but then the problem is, I I I need her to watch it because it, it is it is objectively speaking the best movie ever made. But I'll just get like restraints and we'll strap them to chairs and just yeah, because like, because here's it. the thing, because I know there's gonna be one day where she breaks down, whether through guilt or just compliance, and decides <laughs> to let me watch it. But then I know she's probably just going to be like on her phone the whole time, not really into it. And then it's going to be just three hours of pure torture and anxiety for me. (laughs) So I'm like, do I even want to do that to myself? No, I know what you mean. That's why I like movie theaters, dude. Because movie theaters, I know some assholes are on their phone when they're in the theater, but most people are pretty... You know, they have decorum and they don't do it. But like when you're at movie theater, they're stuck. Like they have to watch this fucking movie. If if there were blood was in movie theaters, I, I would be like, Yeah, we're gonna go see this. You know what I mean? That's yeah. I mean, if we strapped them to chairs and took their phones away, it would be a similar idea. Oh yeah, if we could do that, then I'm totally on board. I think we should do this. Okay. All right, yeah. But I know what you mean. Yeah, you, you you hate to talk something up and have someone not like it, and then you just... It is. It's, like, more painful for you than it is for them. Dude, especially because the type of movie it is, like, I know it's not Upper Alley, so I know, like, it's already an uphill battle. Right. And then... That was, like, the time I... Because, I, obviously, I'm, I'm kind of obsessed with uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Which is get, a great fucking movie. Oh, fantastic. But I tried to get Jess to watch it at, like fucking midnight one night in in bed and she was like this is just fucking too much <laughs> <laughs> oh i know man I was like, yeah this probably isn't the best uh setting to be doing this dude girls are so funny too because you tell them to watch her like you you're really excited about a movie and then they watch they're like they're kind of on their phone or even if they're not on their phone like they're clearly thinking of other things <laughs> and you're just like, all right, whatever. So you just keep your you just keep your mouth shut, and you just you just go through the motions of the movie. Right. But then, girls recommend a movie to you, and if you're on your phone, they're like, are you even paying attention? Are you on? <laughs> it's like well, I'm just doing what you do when I fucking recommend a movie. <laughs> but um, it's true. But no, I Scott Pilgrim's a great movie. I, I got to rewatch that too. Dude, there's so many fucking good movies. The problem with movies um, for some people is some people 
if if a different person had recommended to Jess to watch Scott Pilgrim, it would be a totally different experience. You know what I mean? That's like true. if her yeah. best friend was into it or whatever. Like there's so many circumstances for some reason with certain people about certain movies that it's just like like I and I know Breaking Bad. I just had my work cut out. And she doesn't. Karen's not really thrilled with Paul Thomas Anderson's other movies that she's seen, which is, just fascinates me. It's like someone. It's it'd be like the same as her not liking pizza or something. I just don't get oh, it. Jesus. Yeah, that makes no sense. But I don't know. But I. Uh, it's were, tough though because the movie Blood I is mean, just so fucking good. And then the other problem too is like the things that I love about There Will Be Blood are things that most people would despise like right that the first 15 minutes of breaking bad is dead silent except for uh johnny greenwood's score breaking bad but that's okay oh shit the the first 15 minutes of the ruby blood is just other than the score is dead silent it's just him mining for silver and accidentally striking oil and it goes on for 15 minutes. Then he falls down the oil derrick and breaks his leg and is just crawling for help. Most right. people would look at this and be bored out of their mind. and be fucking yawning like, oh, my God. But I right. am so transfixed in that specific part of the film that I love it. So it's just like right. it's it's like a lactose person giving their opinion on cheese at a certain point. You know, it's just like it's just it's just different. Well, it's weird because we obviously have the exact same taste like for weird things like right for instance we both fixated on that scene where he fucking elbows the window and the snow falls off right right what other fucking person fixated on that scene probably not that fucking many that's true so yeah i guess the realization really just needs to come to us that you know other people we're are fucking just... psychopaths yeah. and but we have very similar tastes which right makes us and you don't even our names and, are and you you didn't even have taste when you watched that episode of breaking bad right which is fucking crazy so it was almost like you know like a unconscious imagine if that was how you knew you got your taste back because you liked that scene <laughs> you go oh my god i have taste again <laughs> you like wake jess up yeah <laughs> my taste is back wait you can you can actually like you know enjoy food oh no 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 my, uh, you know, I just really like the scene when he elbows the window. Right. Yeah. Once she saw me reaching, I took a Radiohead uh, vinyl off off the record player and started reaching for a Barbara Streisand album. She was, like, <laughs> she, was like, she was like, oh, God. Your taste. Your taste. It's what gone. happened to it? Yeah. That's how you know. The dots go. Uh, any any unusual symptoms? I've been listening to a lot of Barbara Streisand lately. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Loss of taste is one of the main symptoms. <laughs> oh, and uh, Alex Sabo's t-shirt came in, so we'll have to get that to him. I love that he went with that shirt. It's fucking hilarious. But it makes sense that he would go for that one, because I feel like right. that's that's the more, you know, the the less popular one. And I feel like he's a yeah. guy, he likes the more obscure kind of stuff. Well, and it's by far the most expensive t-shirt. Is it really? We, we have. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Man, dude. That t-shirt is fucking hilarious. But so what we'll do is next week, next Tuesday, we will podcast I'd... in person, and I'll give you the shirt, and then next time he's at your house, you can give it to him. Oh, actually, yeah, that works. Because uh, he usually makes the bi-weekly rounds over here to, to cut the grass. Perfect. Unbelievable. 
Dude, I wonder what the person who prints that shirt thinks. thinks. I wonder the shit. It yeah, is. Yeah. People are probably just printing shit and judging it. You know what I mean? For the folks at home, it's the white shirt on our merch site that is just multicolored heads of Tim and Maya's head. Just our head just plastered all over the fucking thing. Yeah. The only other person that has it is Cooch. So that they're, it's literally a two-of-a-kind shirt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's great, dude. Fucking love it. So what else? What else? Oh, I don't really have anything, to be honest. I mean, you've been in lockdown, so you haven't even really been able to do really anything. Right. Dude, it's so funny how... And I think this is good, by the way, that certain municipalities can kind of do their own thing. But it's so funny how little pockets of states are just, you know, live by their own accord. Because I've done all my beer shopping, food shopping, just shopping in general in New Hampshire since since the Chinese virus started. And everyone just, like, it's like... It's like COVID isn't even a thing. Like, no one's wearing masks. People are just going to bars, not social distancing. Very, you know, lax attitude about it. And then, uh, so that's just why I'm I'm just used to it. So anywhere I go with a New Hampshire zip code, I'm like, all right, I I could leave my mask in the car. Um, If I pull that off, will you die? But um, (laughs) I'm going to start saying that to people. And then if I uh, pull your mask off, let you die. Yeah, and then they just go. It'll be extremely painful. But um, <laughs> so then I go to Portsmouth. Love Portsmouth. Huge fan of Portsmouth. Um, and again, I think it's fine that they do this, but completely different world. Like it's like being oh, yeah. a Newburyport. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. oh no, you can't enter this way. You need to enter in the back of the building and come out this way. Or, you know what I mean? It's just so weird. Because I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought this was New Hampshire. <laughs> just, an in- just very interesting up there. Yeah, it's too much. A lot, of, Bi- much. A lot of Biden votes, I think. A lot of Harris votes, yeah. as I've been saying. <laughs> but, um, and, uh, again, which is fine. I know that COVID's serious. My, co- my co-host had it. Right. Couldn't taste yeah, couldn't- for days. Yeah, for like seven days, I couldn't taste or smell anything. That sounds I, pretty fucking serious. I man. get that COVID serious. Ton of people have died from it. Okay. Yeah. But like, come on. Enough's enough. You know. It's enough. Because yeah. it's just going. It, people have just totally drunk the Kool Aid. You know what I mean? Well, they did because here's the thing, dude. Now that I had it. I'm better than everyone else, and I can now speak on the subject. So now that I've had it, I can honestly say, was it worth shutting the country down for this? Absolutely the fuck not. Yeah, but then people go, oh, but the... Dude, here's... All right, two things. One, according to a new study, a huge portion of Americans think that people under the age of 45 account for at least a third of the COVID deaths. In reality, it's 3%. So for a disease that all the cool kids on Twitter are obsessed with, right? How are they, how are they that off from reality? You know what I mean? Well, that's, that sounds about right, though. That's, 
That's but everybody's an authority on COVID, and the huge chunk of people, it's 3% of people under 40 account for the deaths in America from COVID. They think more than a third. So, of course, they're fucking terrified. But how are they this just misinformed? Mm. Oh, it's, it's, I'm so glad to use that word, too. And, and the thing that's just hilarious is I don't actually care when they attack Trump when he says things that are just... That he doesn't know what he's talking about. Like, right, if, me if Trump says something about science or a medical drug that he doesn't like, I get why they attack him. I get it. I'm totally fine with that. But then you have Biden, who says, if I'm elected, you're going to have to wear a mask for three months, including being alone outside, which there's not a single study. Anyone <laughs> listening, if you can produce a single study that says wearing a mask alone outside helps the spread of COVID, I will give you. Ten minute groveling apology on this podcast. There is not a <laughs> single study to support this guy, and everyone just goes, "Oh, okay." Well, just nothing. So makes all sense. the nothing makes any sense. All the watchdogs of truth telling about science completely seem to be unbothered by a fucking guy that goes, "Yeah, yeah, we need mass outside." It's a fucking joke, dude. I'm it so is, sick yeah. of being condescended by some snot nosed college educated nitwit. On something about which he knows nothing and is purporting to be an expert on it. it it's it's just too much, dude. Like it, it's it's too much. Sorry well, I get wound up, but like it's okay. it's never in my over. life have you had this little power in society and the lackluster approach to all these kids going, Oh yeah, well and again, all these people think Young people are one-third of the deaths. And it's not even fucking close. So spare me the lecture on spreading disinformation, whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> so disinformation is a doctor having a different opinion on something. Yeah, because we all know when you get a cancer diagnosis, you only get that one opinion. You don't go to, you don't go to another doctor. Or another... I've never heard the phrase, you should get a second opinion. No one's ever suggested that. Right. I mean, I didn't go to at least four. <laughs> I did, though. <laughs> I love how... I love how, just in case you're... Because your, your sense of taste may still be on the fresh. You're not sure if you conveyed sarcasm properly, so you still had to... <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, man, dude. Uh, Sorry, like I, I, said, get, I get wound taste- up over this. My taste is only like 83% back, so... That's not bad. And you, your, your olfactory senses have come back, too? Old and new. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very yeah, nice. Like, I still... I pulled a good Charlotte CD out the other day and was like, hmm, I should listen to this. And oh, like, okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You know what I mean? So, right. like, it's still... I'm still a little off. Oh, man, I miss good Charlotte. Oh, really? Are you sick? You know fucking Benji's married to... Is it... Who... Is, Cameron Diaz, hold on. Benji from... He's married to some lady I was surprised. I think that's right. Yeah, he's married to Cameron Diaz, Diaz, dude. That's hilarious to me. Dude, this guy looks like a fucking son of anarchy. This guy looks fucking (laughs) nuts. I guess they both do because they're twins. All right, well, here's the thing, dude. That was pretty much... That's all I've got. We've got nothing. It's been 48 minutes. (laughs) <laughs> We're not in person, so the energy's not as good. Right, right. Let's just call it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we can call it, man. We can call it. Oh, and then the other dude's married to Nicole Richie. Holy shit. Really? 
They married up. Oh, well, they did good for themselves. Jesus. All right, yeah, no, we can call it, dude. That works for me. All right, so next week we'll do in person. Yes. And we'll really we'll crank it up. And maybe I'll get some new sound clips together. A lot of loyalty for a hired gun! You know? <laughs> I love that clip. Uh, All right, watch the Tenant trailer, too, when you're off this. All right, I will do that. All right, buddy. All right, well, thanks for listening, folks. Well, it's good to hear from you, man. It's been a while since I've seen you. Yeah. It'll be soon enough, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, see you later. See you, buddy.